So when you think about contact centers today and really customer experience overall today, let's say that you were to stand up a brand new contact center without considering everything in your legacy stack, right? Everything that you have you put in place as a bank or a carrier or a credit union in the past, what would you do first? Would you think about how do I provide a 10 digit phone number for my customer to get in contact with me? Or would you say, let's start with digital. That's where everybody's finding me. That's where all my customers expect me to be. Why don't we lead with that? Why don't we start digital first? So the concept of digital customer service is to meet customers where they are today, which is digital and not over the phone. It's contrasted to phone customer service because you lead with a digital approach instead of a telephony-based approach, okay? So imagine being on a banking portal, imagine being on a public website for a bank, or imagine being on a mobile app, for example, and instead of dialing a phone number to get in contact with somebody at that institution, you can click right within those digital journeys and start the conversation right there. Messaging, voice, video, all built right into the app, fully contextualized, no, authenticate, no authentication needed. That's really the concept of digital customer service, is anchoring all of the interactions with the customer in the digital journey instead of in a telephony-based approach. I'm going to say two words to you. Financial inclusion. Are you going to leave people behind? Because of their uh, digital savviness or because of their sort of in, not, not having access to these channels? Is that what you're referring to? Either or indeed both. So, you know, I think that uh, especially given the current environment, right, and how we have had to adapt our businesses to remote access, digital presents a unique channel that is more widespread and more necessary than ever. Folks that in the past have never really considered using online banking really have no other option today, right? And I think that, you know, in terms of financial inclusion, as it pertains to specifically the segment of customers who don't have access to these services, I believe that, um, you know, that's rapidly changing, you know, uh, the smartphone penetration is, is far and broad. And I think that they, you know, these channels are accessible to a very rapidly increasing base of customers. But for those that are not, and for those that still opt to dial that phone number to get in contact with the institution, digital customer service considers that also. I mean, it includes, a phone, it includes the phone number as a means of getting in contact. It simply doesn't anchor the entire approach in that. You know, it's a module on top. Phone is a module to digital instead of digital as a module to phone. So there's still always that fallback, I guess, if you want to use it. But I think it's a, like I said, it's an ever decreasing segment of people who, who would access an institution through that channel. Well, let's talk about AI then, because obviously a lot of what you're talking about in terms of digital customer service is going to be wrapped up around AI and mm -hmm. the use of artificial intelligence and machine learning to be able to respond to people's queries. Yes, no, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that digital customer service is by definition AI driven. So when you look at the layering of these channels and how you can go from messaging to voice to video, to video banking, for example, all of those interactions are layered with artificial intelligence. There's two primary ways that, you, that digital customer service tends to address this. One is on the, on the back end, sort of through robotic process automation, RPA, right? Where as the agent that's interacting with a customer 
I'm le- AI is, is being leveraged to provide me with intelligent suggestions, training, prompts, compliance notifications, surfacing the right information for me in my conversation about that customer. So AI as an operator assistant or as an agent assistant that's you know facilitating and automating parts of the conversation for me as an agent. Simultaneously, the second part of it is the customer facing component of it. So when we talk about chatbots and in that scenario, you know, we particularly take a unique approach by using AI management, our AI management platform, which allows you to segment the different use cases that you have within your offerings, your product offerings as an inst- as a financial institution uh, and create micro bots for those use cases. So you can have a loan bot, you can have a concierge bot, you can have an online banking bot, and that allows you to uh, make those chatbots a lot more actionable because you can create that network of, of micro bots that can transfer between each other when they fall out of their depths and then escalate easily to a human agent. So absolutely to reiterate, AI is a critical component to digital customer service and it's is a consistent thread throughout the delivery of that model. I'm also seeing here that you you talk about turning contact centers into engagement centers. Is this something that is going to be able to help an institution, frankly, sell more product or tailor product? That's a great question. And I think that if you look at the trend in terms of digital transformation for financial institutions, everybody is seeking to provide more self-serve journeys to us as consumers, right? They want us to self-serve. There's a convergence of the customer preferring to self-serve over digital means and businesses seeking efficiency in order and using digital self-service websites, portals, and apps to do that, right? So there's a convergence of both the business and the consumer wanting to deliver that. And as such, the inquiries that are escalating to a conversation with somebody are happening at a different level of complexity because we're able to resolve our questions ourselves, you know, in a self-serve fashion. So what ends up happening is that once you actually do get a contact from a customer, you have to be an engagement center. You can't be a contact center anymore. You can't just focus on resolving that issue and moving on. That's where you differentiate. So the answer to your question is absolutely it, it serves to sell more product because if you do it right, if you engage with the customer in the right ways using this approach, then what you're doing is you're creating a natural point of differentiation in that conversation with the customer. And that experience is what sets you aside So it, and allows you to convert more and to sell more. Well, one of the dirty little secrets of banking is that many banking services are just commodities, whether it's a checking account, whether it's a loan, they are just very simple commodities. So I guess what you actually want as a bank or as a, a credit union or as we call them in the UK building society is you want only to have to deal with people who are high value customers, which means they are the ones who are going to go to the engagement center to be engaged with another human being. Sure thing. Exactly. And, you know, not only are most banking products commodities, they're not a physical good. They're a promise. You know, they're numbers on a screen. And so what happens is that the experience of interacting with that promise, interacting with those numbers on the screen is the product itself. So the experience is the product. And when you focus on the experience by delivering interactions in the way that consumers want them to be delivered today, because they compare us to the Amazons, the Googles, the Apples, they don't compare us to the other bank down the street. So when we're doing, when we're prioritizing that experience by delivering customer service in the way that consumers 
expect it to be delivered today, we are, uh, we are differentiating and we're decommoditizing our offerings, right? We're, we're actually going beyond what in the consumer's eyes is a pretty uniform set of options. I do notice that you've uh, just signed up 20 credit unions in four months. Yes. yes Something of right. an achievement in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. You know, we're very fortunate to have the opportunity to help institutions right now. Uh, that's what I, I'm, I count my blessings for, because we have an offering that allows these institutions to connect with their clients and their members at a time where in-person and telephony isn't really enough. And is, it's either not enough or not available because of the circumstances. So we're very fortunate to have an, a, a solution for these challenges. And that's created massive tailwinds for GLIA uh, over the past uh, four to six months. Ultimately, financial offerings are in the eyes of consumers, no matter how much institutions believe them to be differentiated and work hard to differentiate those offerings. We, we certainly uh, appreciate all the thought and energy that goes into it. But by and large, consumers don't have the level of sophistication to understand the nuances. And what we have to consider is how we deliver those products. How do we differentiate on experience rather than price or rather than the offering itself. And digital customer service is a very low hanging fruit to do that in, in, in our view, because it immediately opens up channels and options for the consumer to engage with the institution in the way that they expect, in a way that is consistent with their view of the world and the way that they interact with their friends, their family and their colleagues. So ultimately, that coupled with the automation that you've been talking about and coupled with thinking about contact centers as rich engagement centers really solves for that differentiation question and sets an institution up for the future.